Welcome to Health Butts and Guts, on the forefront of intestinal health and nutrition. Tune in with Mel and Kel for enlightening tales of coffee enemas, perennial bleaching, and holistic teachings. Lovely. Hey, girl, hey. Are you going to do this? <laughs> I don't know. Were you planning on crying this episode? No, but whenever it's cold, my nose always runs. My drips. Yeah, well, the dripping. <laughs> and I sometimes, after my surgery, the tip of my nose isn't as sensitive as it used to be. Uh-huh. And um, I won't feel it. And I'll have like a raindrop just hanging from my nose. And I saw it in a picture one time. I was looking, I was like, no one told me. Nuh-uh. Yeah, it's so embarrassing. You had a drip, a, a, what's it called, snot drip in the photo? The photo caught it? Yeah, it's like it looked like a raindrop <laughs> on the end of my nose. <laughs> Mine drips, but I assume it's because I had bad habits back in the day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this could be a reason. But I just don't know why. It, it just I like don't think that's randomly my reason. And I had really bad allergies, too, so we'll blame it on that. Well, maybe I should just stick the tissues in my nose like this. Oh, my gosh. You look ridiculous. <laughs> and I sound ridiculous, too. Um, I have something to tell you. Okay, fine. I lied to you. I'm no. A, I'm a big, fat liar. Why? <laughs> because I was listening to last week's episode, and I told you that I've never had a goal. Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, you have. And I was like, no, I haven't. And then I remembered. In the beginning of COVID, I totally set a goal. And I every day practiced to do the splits. Oh, yeah, that's true. Remember? Yes. And I, it took me pretty much a year exactly. And I've never in my whole life been able to do the splits. And I literally set the goal. And every single day, no matter if I was on vacation or not, I stretched to try and get further into the splits, and I did it in a year. You did. I was. I lied to you. I told you. I was Do you have a picture? Call. Yeah. You gotta post it. It's my new party favor. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled that out of my little, my little hat of tricks. And you just walk in and you just I'm like, like What's up, do the, the splits here? with everyone. You're like, hey, I brought the party. Yeah, I think I've done it at like four parties since I've been able to do it. And sometimes it's a really bad idea because you got to stretch before you do it. Oh, and yeah. And you're drinking, I'm like, all confidence going down. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, ow, that I'm just sore. hurts. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of like that soreness on those like. I don't know if it's a bone or a ligament, but it's like really hard right there in your groin when yeah. you do like certain leg workouts and the oh, next yeah. day or two, you're like... It's fully pulled the next day. Ugh. I had a girlfriend that used to, her party trick when we'd go to parties, she would like, it, would, it wouldn't even have to be a party. We could be in the bar and she would drop down to her knees like at, from full standing position, just drop to her knees and then she would rowboat through the crowd. Like she... What? <laughs> And every time we'd wake up in the morning, and her knees would just be destroyed. And she still tries to do it every once in a while. On her knees in a bar? That's disgusting. It is so funny. Do you have a video of this? I'm sure I do. Oh, I need to see I'm sure I have several videos of her rowboating through the crowds. And people just being like, what are you doing? It's so, so funny. My party, like, a thing. What is it called? Party trick? Yeah, my party trick wasn't super crazy, but I can't do it anymore. But I used to be able to touch the tip of my tongue with my, my tip of my nose with my tongue. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, one of my girlfriends, my, um, mm, I can barely do it, but not really. I'm just getting the drip. One of my girlfriend's <laughs> husbands hit me up and he goes, by the way, um, I won't say her name. He was like, my wife can swallow three times in a row. He goes, probably why I married her. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, oh my god, because remember you were were saying that you can't like swallow. Oh, three swallows. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? You're fun fact. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, when he hit me up. I was like, like, I don't know if that's a good party drink to tell. Like, what kind of parties are you going to, Cal? Oh my god. No, no, no. I was just thinking about your um, your fun facts. Yeah. You you can't swallow. She can. Ah, that's a party trick. That oh, is, the same uh, girl that does the rowboating, she can also put her both her legs over her head. Like a human pretzel? 
Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. She did. Yeah, that but you're pretty flexible splits. with your elbow. You have like a double jointed elbow, right? Yeah, it just looks ridiculous. It looks, <laughs> it looks broken and crooked in photos. <laughs> okay, I do remember uh, you did another goal too. I did. The gold showers. Oh yeah. You did See, it for I just lie to people. Maybe my goal for next year will be Mate. don't lie. Yeah. You don't um, gotta lie to Acknowledge your goals. <laughs> acknowledge your self-worth um i guess i do have goals i guess i do make them i guess so (laughs) (laughs) well this episode obviously is being aired after new year's but we're recording it before new year's yeah so don't be confused about what we're talking about (laughs) totally oh my gosh that is so funny yeah i feel like you have other other confessions you need to tell me um, well, I, I wanted to tell you how, how, I guess I, this is a confession. I was like, it's weird. Cause it's like, do you tell people you were sick or do you not? Like, it's, cause it's, now it's such a like sensitive yeah, like, did thing. You have, did you have the C word? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Did I? I'm fine now. <laughs> I hate to be insensitive to it. Right. And we all have our own like opinions and views and sensitivities to things. Um, but I asked someone the other day, I was like, before this whole, like, thing happened, when someone had the flu or was sick, were you this frantic? Were you this, like, sensitive and, like, you know, like, judgmental? Or were you just conscientious? Like, okay, that person's sick, so, yeah, like... I was so always yeah. like, if you guys, you're sick, stay home. Get the hell out of here. No one wants you here. Because, you know, yeah. like, hairdressers would come into the salon. They're like, oh, I'm so sick. I'm like, get the hell out. Yeah. But I never was, like, sensitive to it. You know, I always kind of, I still stand my ground on, like, get the hell out. Like, yeah. no one wants you sick, go. Take care of yourself, then come back. Right. Or, like, if you're going to cough, don't just, like, cough without, like, covering your hand, you know, putting your hand to your mouth or something. But yeah. I, I didn't feel so... And I don't think I'm like this even now after everything. I wasn't like very reactionary and sensitive and like treating people like they have like a full blown disease. Like they're like they have leprosy or something. Yeah. You know, that's the way people act. My dad acted that way. So I was sick. Um, Like basically Christmas morning, it just hit me like a ton of bricks and I was already out with the family. I was like, oh, no. I ended up going home because yeah. I couldn't celebrate. I was like, well, you know, it's it's good to be cautious, but I also have to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And Damien had been sick two days before. or Actually, I think it was like four days before because he had two days of, like, wellness. Yeah. And sure enough, that bastard got me sick. Uh. <laughs> but um, he knew exactly what to do because he um, – Oh, wait, wait, let me go back. So when I was, like, feeling, like, the sickness at my parents' house, mm-hmm. like, my sister's like, oh, no, oh, no. My mom's like, okay, well, you know, like, just go home and rest. My dad's like, well, do you need to go get a COVID test? And I'm like, nah. my mom's like, why do you need, like, why do you have to go there? Yeah. Why do you have yeah. to go? <laughs> exactly. Like, whoa, whoa. Like, this is, and the whole family. But it is, like, everyone's stressed out. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to go home and I'm going to rest. Yeah. Because... I don't feel well, and we'll go from there. Like, I don't need a test. I don't need to do anything. I need to take care of my body, not be around people, you know? Yeah, like in gen- what you would generally do if you're sick. Exactly. <laughs> so first thing I do is I decide to cut out all food, which sucks so bad. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, you don't really have uh, appetite anyways, but I was like, all right, I'm that's it. I'm going on a liquid diet for two days, which is exactly what Damien did. Oh. But we also, you know, cause I've been using like the new, the core, the core vital coffee enema. Right. You know, the, so it's the gold coffee. Yeah. And I never used that for the whole year of using, like doing coffee enemas. So now using this, like I can't even keep it in literally seven minutes you can't that's the max i've ever been able to do it and i've been doing it now for what three months four months that's so weird because i just did it the other day uh-huh and because i was craving it and i just felt so gross and just like just unbalanced like I love not being healthy and i was like i'm just gonna do it and i was able to do it for 15 minutes really yeah no i cannot i don't know what's going on but i can't hold it in and um that's weird. I know. The smell is different, too. 
like it's more like a, like a nutty because it's not a roasted coffee. Yeah. But so when Damien was sick, he did like the first day, you know, like he stayed in bed, but he did the coffee enema. And then mm. he was doing the same thing of like n- only liquids, right? And he, he was like, oh, it was so, 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 so crampy. And I wasn't able to take care of him. But he, like I said, he did the coffee enema the first day and the second day of him being sick. He was totally fine after that. Oh, Totally fine, did just basically liquid diet, that's it. He did do, I lied, he did do one of the wellness shots because I made him one with um, oil of oregano because I'm like, mm. shit, if this is a virus, we just yeah. get the virus. But isn't Two that days, technically liquid? What's that? Isn't it technically liquid? Yeah, oh. but I just forgot that I, like that was like his medicine. Oh, okay, okay. The, um, the shot. Yeah. So, um, stayed in bed, two days, done. So, of course, when I get it, he's like, okay, you need to do this coffee enema. And I'm like, okay. And he was like, just so you know, like, I was pretty gassy. So, he, he was so sweet. He had, Oh, my God. He had, like, the whole, everything set up for me. The coffee's made. Like, he, he made it all. Literally set up. Aww. Had my timer ready. Everything. And I do it. And within, like, five minutes, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I was so crampy. I got on the toilet, and I was, like, I, I was in tears. At one point, no. I punched the wall. I Damien's like, I don't know what you want me to do. I I grab the toilet or the um the trash can that's next to the toilet <laughs> and because I was literally like I think the the devil was coming out of my body, my back was soaking wet and I'm just spitting into the <gasps> trash can because I was so nauseous from the cramps. Oh like I was like, gosh. I'm gonna puke, I'm gonna puke, but it was like gonna go All out. the toxins just coming out. It was going out the back end, but it hadn't come out yet. And I, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm cramping so bad. I'm cramping, I'm cramping. And I literally, like, punched the wall. And Damien's like, oh, my God. Because I didn't know, like, how to, like, I just wanted to scream and cry and, like, I don't know, be a That's baby. Wild. I punched the wall. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, <laughs> and all this yeah. stuff comes out. And it was the, it was literally the crampiest, worst coffee enema I ever did. Oh 15 gosh. minutes later, I'm like, I just had literally an exorcism in the, in the freaking bathroom. And then I was like. I feel okay. Like I had this moment of like no body aches because everything was so painful. And yeah. Like, oh my god, I don't know if I was just so exhausted, but I got in bed. The next day, Damien's like, "Okay, you got to do the coffee round two again, round two. And I'm like, <laughs> "He's like, I did it both days, babe." He's like, "I'm not going to tell you how it went." So the next day, day two, I do the stupid coffee enema. I'm like, "Okay, here we go." And it was totally fine. Like, I was over the whole day, eight minutes. I was like, oh, that wasn't bad. And after, I had zero body aches. So I went from having, like, I couldn't even function correctly mm-hmm. the day before. Like, my body aches were so bad to, like, having, like, mediocre body aches, you know, like, where you just kind of want to stay in bed, but it's yeah. nothing unbearable, to the next day being, like, no body aches. But I brought something no. because my mom gave me something to take. Because, you know, like talking about so that excited. whole thing. Dog <gasps> dewormer. You did it? I did it two days in a row. Ooh. So, uh, I, I wanted to give you a pack of it, which it fell out. So let me give it to you. But, um, yeah, so I took, because it's supposed to kill viruses. It's a dog dewormer, canine dewormer. Yeah, I know people take it for, like, cancer. Yeah, and this is what my mom's taking for cancer is this canine dewormer. And the... Um, I guess you would look up the word fenbendazole. Yeah. So if you look up, like, Google, like, fenbendazole, mm-hmm. I'm going to spell it F-E-N-B-E-N-D-A-Z-O-L-E. I only did it two days in a row. One and packet? I, it's, a, it's like a liquid packet. What does it taste like? I mixed it into yogurt. It tasted like nothing. I couldn't you ate it. it. I ate it, and that's how my mom consumes it. She's been taking it for. I feel like I just want to shoot it down in a drink. You like can't taste juice. it. Like it's just like a powder. Oh, but still, like I know I'm not. And there's like... not like it's chalky. It's not chalky or anything. It was the strangest thing. I never lost my um, taste or smell or anything like that. Um, Wait, so you think you had COVID? I don't know. I have no idea what oh. I had. Did you have a fever? I had a fever. Um, body aches. Body aches. I mean, you easily could have had it. Easily. But it's like, if to me, it's like you just take care of yourself, right? Like, yeah. right now, I have so much energy. Like, I'm like, I feel like I, I went to go work out this morning. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. haven't worked out in freaking like a month. 
That's yeah, great, though. You should just take care of yourself. Obviously, yeah. let yourself rest rather than going and like taking these medicines that's going to block the symptoms. Like, let and have the more symptoms, toxins to yeah. detox out. Like, yeah. let the let your body ride it out. It's obviously telling you you need to relax. Mm-hmm. Like I stayed in bed three days. I, I did that stuff. Yeah. The coffee enema was so hard. And then I think, too, maybe because I was not eating, you know, like it was just like broth, broth, broth. Yeah, like your body didn't seconds. have to focus on breaking food down. It could focus on detoxing and just yeah. pulling the nutrients that need it. Nothing's lingering. I feel great. That's good. I know. So I love it. I mean, I know it's interesting how like, obviously everyone's learning about this. And like I said, you have your, everyone has their like opinions about this, but it's like interesting. If you follow the CDC, mm-hmm. it keeps changing of like, you're conta- the days that you're contagious for and like how long you need a quarantine. Like it started off with being 14 days and then it went down to seven days and then it went down to six days and now it's like five days. And if you don't have right. any symptoms for three days and I'm like, but isn't that the rule of thumb for being infectious or sick? It's like, if you don't have those symptoms for three days, then you're not infectious anymore. Well, when they change things then how can you follow it? Yeah, it's just, just so confusing. But it's so confusing. I'm liking this Core Vital anim- coffee enema stuff. Because yeah. when I was using the roasted coffee, like the light roast, mm-hmm. organic, like I felt like it was working. But I don't know. I don't know why. I just, I can feel a difference in this Core Vital coffee. Not because we're sponsored by them and not because we have like this promo code, but I really do feel a difference. Yeah. See, I don't, I feel a difference in like not being able to hold it in. So I'm just, oh. I feel like I'm still playing with it. Like I love it. I'm, I'm super excited that it's organic. I'm super excited that it's specifically meant for putting it in a coffee enema. Yeah. You know what I yeah. Mean? Like it's not like I'm just going and buying like, the cleanest organic roasted coffee that you're supposed to drink. Right. So I'm just feeling like excited about it because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I another goal. I, another goal. <laughs> I don't want to get addicted to it, but I can't. I can't do it for 15 minutes. And I just <sighs> gave it to a bag to my mom for Christmas, and I gave my sister a bag for Christmas. And so I want to know because my mom's been doing coffee enemas for yeah. you know, over a year, and she does two a day. So I'm very excited to see. I'd be curious. Maybe you should give it to Dr. Robles, too. I did. Oh. I forgot. I gave him one. Oh, okay. I can't wait to hear what he says about it. Um, he The only thing that he said was on the bag, it says to use a uh, stainless steel pot. And he's like, why do they insist on stainless steel? Versus glass. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe because it's like... Probably more uh, available... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's and like less that. likely to break or crack from the heat, or maybe because it's like sanitize. Maybe they're it's less likely for bacteria to live on stainless steel or something. I don't know. And I'm just like asking me right now, but um, <laughs> I I feel like I have the opposite reaction or response to it. Like I feel like it's easier for me to retain this one uh-huh. versus the. Well, the roasted okay, to coffee. be fair, I've been putting my bucket higher because you give me anxiety about telling me that my stuff goes back into the bucket sometimes. I put mine lower this last <laughs> time because you t- because I realized it was so high. See, I don't know. Like this morning when I did it, <laughs> I had it high, but I was like, okay, maybe I'm like, maybe I can't hold it in because I've been putting it higher and it goes in so fast that I'm like gassy and crampy. Oh. So this time I didn't let loose, I didn't let go of the tube all the way. The clamp. Like, yeah. The clamp. Yeah. I let it go slower. And let's look at my time this morning. I think it still hit seven minutes, but that's better than five. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Let me see. Um, it doesn't matter, but... Oh, 1048. Nice. Okay. So, so maybe it is that. The the um, airflow. Too, maybe. Too gassy for me. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, well. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, if, because I don't think we mentioned it, if anyone wants to order the Core Vital coffee, mm. the code for 20% off is HBG20. Yes, HBG20. Yeah, so you get 
uh, 20% off your order. So you can order It's a, a big ass bag, too. Yeah. Like, it's big. It's lasted me quite some time. Yeah. You could do the coffee. Oh, and I only do two scoops of it right now. I'm not doing three. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And Damien, too. Three. He's only doing two. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, use the code because I- I'm liking it. It's fun. Like, it's been... You know what I... Okay, this is crazy. <laughs> but I like that it's clear. Okay, I was going to say that earlier. I was gonna be like, this is TMI. But yeah, you could see more of what's coming could, out. And I had Damien come look the other day. Like, it looked like a ball of worms. Ew. I like the crampy know. day? Okay, first so day? like the... You know, like the patina stuff that we talk about that looks yeah. like worms? Like yeah. it was basically like ball, a ball of that, but they were like all coming off. Like it was like... Ew. It, it reminds looks, me of like what a virus kind of looks like. I was like. just going to say like <laughs> the, you know, like the coronavirus, like the visual of it. That's Ew. kind of what it looked like the other day. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I had another stool. I swear, I'm going to start taking more pictures and putting them somewhere for people to be able to see. The warning content is... yeah. Because there was one, and it was a stool, you know, about the size of, I don't know, three inches long, and, like, wrapped completely around it, almost like a candy cane, was one of those white things. But the whole thing was just, like, zoop, 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 like, wrapped. That is wild. It looked like a candy cane. And I had Damien come in, and he was like, wow. Okay, but you just went to Vegas. Do you think, like, because you maybe weren't eating, like, how you normally do, and you were drinking, like, maybe that was just... What you also detoxed? Could I don't it know. Be? I don't know. I was actually very, very good in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, because you know how <laughs> I do. Like everyone was out till you know eight in the morning, and I was I put my bed myself to bed by like three, <laughs> <laughs> which is late for you. Which is very late for me, but um, it's two hours before you wake up. I didn't even throw up in Vegas. Wow. I, like I didn't overdrink. I didn't overdo it. Proud I was too you. scared. It wasn't my birthday, too. You know, like, I need to yeah. be able to not have Damien take care of me on his birthday. Oh, you're not one of those people when it's not your event? <laughs> not, like, pretending that it is? No, definitely I can't not. can't people like that. Oh, um, my God. Cool. I have, a, I have a question for you. Okay. Okay. It's putting you on the spot. Oh, no. Tell me your three worst habits off the top of your head right now. <laughs> I don't even know. Was that a hard one? Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I, I knew that I was going to ask you that. And I was like, <laughs> dang. If I did it, like I did it to myself. And I got two, but then the, I couldn't think of three. But instantly, like to be honest, smoking weed, picking my nails, which I pick my nails all the time. And then um, the last one, I couldn't think of. Like that wasn't on top of my head, but it was... Instagramming on the toilet. Oh. <laughs> how many people Instagram on the toilet and how many poop particles are on your phone? Ew, no. <laughs> I don't know about like the whole like, I don't know. I mean, I one time I read that um, you should close the lid of the toilet when you flush it because so much like comes out right. and now I like always do it. Really? I always keep my toilet seat down mm-hmm. in my bathroom, just in general. And then after I flush the toilet, I always put it down, too. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't do that. I know. And, I, <laughs> and I, I'm picking at my nails right now. The reason why I asked you is because, um, obviously, we're going to talk about habits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have, like, seven out of the ten, top ten nervous habits. Oh, like what was, are they? Okay, so for nervous habits, which I like to call them tweaker tendencies, because <laughs> that's me, like I have the tweak, like if people are like, oh, you do eyelash extensions? And I'm like, yeah, you have to have tweaker tendencies to do it because you're like picking like a little monkey oh, through yeah. these little lashes and you're putting like one individual. So my my nervous habit or like the top 10 nervous habits, um, one is talking to yourself, which I don't do that. I don't think. I'm I'm pretty sure like out loud. Oh. Number two, biting nails. That's yes. Oh, I don't do that. Three. You bite your nails? Well, like I'm sure you've seen me just in the last like hour. Like I will like pick and then kind of like smooth it out. Well, yeah, if you have like a little hangnail thing. I don't know. I'm just weirdo. I need to keep my fingers out of my mouth. 
um, un- unconscious pen clicking. Okay, you do that. You click. I you know. like. You you do this one. I tweak out, man. <laughs> and then you like. Or you're like drawing. I draw, yeah. There was That's one episode on one. that you were doing it though, and when I went back to listen <laughs> to it, you could hear. It. And I think I was like elbowing you, and you ended up stopping, but you were just like. Oh my god! Okay, wait. So three is unconscious pen clicking. Four is cracking your knuckles. I do that, but not when I'm nervous. I just feel like I need to release it, like. It's a nervous habit. Uh, five, um, lick or bite your lips. Okay, I do that. But I don't know if it's being nervous. I just like like my lips to be smooth. It you, see, there's been two things right now where you're like, I don't know if it's nervous. So many people don't realize if we have anxiety or nervous tics where you just do small things, like very, very, very subtle mm. that you wouldn't even know. My mom like does something with her toes. Oh, Is that one of them? Yeah. So, okay, wait. So five was lick or bite your lips. Six was humming to yourself. I think that's weird. I whistle sometimes. I do whistle <laughs> if I'm like, ah, actually, that, but humming, I don't know, whatever. Okay, um, biting your pen pen or pencil. I used to do that, but it kind of grosses me out now. Yeah, okay, um, I've never done that. Eight is twirl or pull your hair, which I definitely twirl my hair. Nine is grinding your teeth. Girl, I... Like subconsciously? I assume, it doesn't say... <laughs> And then the last one is rushed speech. I'm like, oh, you mean to get over a story? Really, 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 really quick? <laughs> That's me! Seven out of ten nervous habits. Tweaker tendencies. That's insane. You know about habits. Help me. Yeah. I need new habits for this year. Sorry. Speaking of dry lips. <laughs> Licking your lips. I want to put this on. It's so good. It's Mario Badescu. Is that how you say it? I don't know. It's rose lip balm, so it smells like roses. I think last time you had Aquaphor. Okay, but this is heaven compared to Aquaphor. I felt like Aquaphor was actually drying out my lips. Really? Yeah. But I did like a spa night with my sister. We were in LA for one of her doctor appointments. We had to stay overnight. So we brought like face masks and we were like doing all this stuff. And I had this lip exfoliator. And she's like, oh, I have the best lip balm. And she gave me some. And I felt like it healed my lips overnight. Really? Yeah. What's the base? Mm, I don't know. But again, we are not sponsored by them. Wish I was. But <laughs> I don't know. It's cruelty-free and paraben-free. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Holler. But um. anyways, um, okay. So habits. I actually studied habits. And I read the book, The Power of Habits, by Charles Duhigg. Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it's D-U-H-I-G-G. It's a yellow and red book. And I was obsessed with it when I first read it. I loved it. How long ago did you read it? Mm, It's got to have been at least five years. Wow. Yeah. Because I was, I was, well, I graduated from grad school in 20, end of 2014, so early 15. So I think I read it in 2015. I think it was 2015. Sorry, I was thinking, did you, have you read it since then? No. Okay. I'll like reference it or, but I think it was in 2016 um, when I was like life coaching and business coaching people. This came into handy because um, it really helped. Like, I had a client, she had um, ADD, ADHD, and her daughter did too. And so I used some of these tools to help her with her habits. And then I had a client who smoked weed all the time. Mm-hmm. Was her name Kelly? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but he... Um, wasn't like I know some people say they're like they're productive or they're um they're a functioning Mm -hmm. stoner or something like that Mm -hmm. but I personally don't believe you can function at a clear capacity as when you're sober right I think maybe it can help you like focus maybe on something that you're doing but like I think it's like bad to drive when you're stoned because I think like it's 
it's minimizing your like reaction and your awareness and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it just puts you and other people at risk. Yeah. Um, But you don't hate people that drive high. (laughs) I don't hate them, but it just makes me uncomfortable and sad because I think of the repercussions of like, okay, let's say you're a careful driver and all these things, but then someone that wasn't careful or it was just a complete accident and then you get, and it wasn't your fault and you are now in a circumstance that someone got hurt really badly or even died and then they test your blood and they find out that you had, like you were high or you had something in your system and like that goes against you even more. I think that's like more old school though because you can't, like testing your blood, they can't prove that, I mean, it stays in your blood for what, a month? But they could tell your toxicity level. Like if you were, how how strong it was, no? I don't think so. I don't think they could tell like, because it doesn't matter, like people's blood, like how can you tell, you know, it's not like alcohol. Well, I don't know. I think it's so vague that at the end of the day, it still sucks. I think to the be only in that way you would get caught is if it was actually in the car, or like you um, were actually smoking it. I don't know those legal like rules with it, but like I had a friend who had been drinking the night, like a night that they were in an accident, and um, but she wasn't she wasn't drunk. She was like at like a legal like the legal level or maybe like 0.8 no maybe she was like at 0.8 I think it's 0.8 or something and um it wasn't her fault a drunk driver hit her head on and killed someone and they try because there was alcohol in her system they try to like get her for that too even though it wasn't her fault wow yeah so that always is stuck in my mind easier to to yeah yeah Um, but anyways, (laughs) back to the habits. Um, I was so fascinated with this book because there was that saying of, you know, it takes three weeks to build a habit and a lifetime to break it. Facts. Not a fact. (laughs) No? No. And I've been able to help people break, air quotes, their habits. Okay. So I wanted to read, um this little like excerpt in the prologue prologue so it says when you wake up this when you woke up this morning what did you do first did you hop in the shower check your email grab a donut from the kitchen counter did you brush your teeth before or after you toweled off tie the left or right shoe first what did you say to your kids on your way out the door which routine did you which route did you drive to work When you got to your desk, did you deal with the email, chat with a colleague, jump into writing a memo, salad or burger for lunch? When you got home, did you put on your sneakers and go for a run or pour yourself a drink and eat dinner in front of the TV? All our life, so far as it has has definite form, is but a mass of habits. William James wrote this in 1892. So most of our... um, it's, there was a study at Duke University that said 40% of our actions per day are, um, are not actual decisions but habits. How many? 40% oh. of your actions during the day are habits. So from brushing your teeth in the morning yeah. to how you, how you brush your teeth, whether you you take the cap off and you put it back on or you take it off and you put it on after you brush your teeth like those are all habits yeah that you do and um wasn't there a guy that had like a brain like he had a brain injury and then he was able to still like do his daily funk like every day because he because of habits is that in that book am i jumping um i don't know if it's in this book but, um, is that called the power of habits? Yeah. I, I Was it in that. here? I think so. It could be. I just haven't read it in so long, but, um, I'm pretty sure this man was able to like do his daily routine, like yeah. having a head injury beca- only because his body remembered his habit. That sounds familiar. I think it that is. That is so cool. Yeah. I know. Oh it's wild. God. Can I borrow that? Uh, I've yeah. never read it. I know. I kind of want to read it again, but okay. Basically... I'm going to nerd out for a second right now. There's a part in your brain called the basal ganglia 
or basal ganglia. And if you were to peel your, look at your brain as an onion and it's composed of layers, this is, um, the outside layers are composed of like your cells that are closest to your scalp and those are like recent experiences that you deal with. Okay. But the deeper in you go into your brain, the more complex your thinking is and the more um, primitive structures, older structures are there. Okay. And so um, that's what controls automatic behaviors, like breathing or like whatever your automatic behaviors are. And that's controlled through these researches, um, your basal ganglia. I wonder what the difference then between a behavior and a habit would be. Well, a, I don't know, actually. I mean, a habit is a is a behavior that you're doing. It's how you act. It's how you behave. Gotcha. Um, but, so what they found... Okay, so then they did... Then they wanted to test your memory and test like how you're storing things and how things are automated. Mm -hmm. And so they made this maze for mice. And what they found is like the mice would go in this maze. It was, it looked like a T and they'd walk down the, the, the street part. And then once they would get to the T, they'd either go right or left to get to a chalk, a piece of chocolate. Mm -hmm. And so the mice would keep doing the same thing. They would like sniff around, they'd, they'd make a right or they'd make a left and they'd do the same thing. Um, and so the researchers didn't think anything was happening. But what they found with the probes on their like brain was that they were doing the same habit, they were doing the same action and go, taking the same route over and over and over again. But it was showing that it was happening quicker and their brain was doing it quicker and there was less brain like energy being exerted in their brain. So basically what happens is your mental activity decreases and then you're doing these things more automated. Does that kind of mean like like when you drive? Like you're like, I don't even know how I got there. Like my I just was like like on autopilot. Yeah. Literally on autopilot. Like, I don't know how I... Yeah. Because it's like, it's it's working subconsciously sometimes. And it says that the basal ganglia stores habits even while the rest of the brain could be sleeping. So I need to tell my basal ganglia to get off the marijuana. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. But I'll tell you how you could do it. Okay. Okay. So, um, so it... It like breaks down each chapter breaks down like different types of habits and the things in our society and whatever. And so it says um, the process in which the brain converts a secret sequence of actions into an automatic routine, automatic routine is known as chunking. Okay. So it like takes a bunch of act like actions and it chunks them and it makes it like one habit. Gotcha. Um, and your brain is constantly looking into ways to minimize energy, like to exude energy and making and doing these actions. So it constantly is trying to automate the things that you're doing daily. Okay. So the energy can go towards things that need like immediate reactions and responses. Gotcha. Um and uh, okay so the the way that a habit is um structured okay so would that also be mean like formed created no not how okay yes yes in a way okay it is um but it's made out of three parts and once you understand the three parts you understand how you can change the habit okay so the first part of the habit is the cue. And the cue is the trigger that tells your brain to go into the automatic mode, which the habit and which habit it needs to use. Gotcha. So for example, let's say like... Um, so the trigger is stress. Yeah, like you're stressed out, uh -huh. right? And so that's your trigger. Your cue, right, is uh -huh. being like, okay... I'm stressed out, so now I need to do 
the routine, right? The action uh-huh. to like minimize or to satisfy this trigger, this cue. Right. And then once you do the routine, that's the middle part, then you're going to end up having a reward. Okay. So you're stressed, you smoke, the reward is you're relaxed, you're no longer stressed, okay. right? So your your body associates, okay, stress, I need to smoke, so then I'll have the reward at the end. Gotcha. Right? So... um. So the way to change a habit is to replace the routine because you'll always have the trigger and you'll always need the reward. Right. So the routine is what you change. And so um, I had a client that, like I told you, he smoked weed all the time. Yeah. But he was realizing that he wasn't being like productive in his life. He was like, I have a good job. I make good money. I own a house, but like the weeds in my backyard are like literally up to my waist. And like, I don't have a, um, I don't have a routine in my life. Like, you know, I I don't feel accomplished in the things that I do, but he's like, but I have a friend that smokes all the time and he's very functional and it's like frustrating, you know? So what I had him do was journal. So I was like, okay, every time you feel, like every time you smoke, Uh you have to backtrack and be like, okay, what was I feeling or where was I at or who was I with that, that like caused the trigger. You'll learn what the trigger was to cue you to smoke. And then how did you feel after you smoked and what was the feeling you had? Gotcha. You know? And so after journaling for a certain amount of time, we were able to figure out, okay, like he, he has like social anxiety or he's like comparing to different people around him or he doesn't feel like, like successful in certain things. And so, but he knew what he wanted to have. And so we were like, okay, when you start feeling this way, you need to do something else. So like he started working out. So not only did he get like, stop that habit of smoking, but he created, he, he, um, he replaced like a bad habit because, uh-huh. okay, when you smoke, it can trigger you to be like a little bit lazier or eat worse foods or not work out right. or not be like, you know, successful in what you're doing in your life. So he started working out. He started eating healthier. He started feeling more confident in himself and being more social and feeling stronger to not like feel anxious. And if he did feel anxious, there were other tools that he could use. So like, okay, you start feeling anxious. So instead of reaching for even some people that smoke cigarettes or they use like tobacco packs or, um, maybe they eat chocolate or whatever. So you can replace that routine with even a breathing exercise. Because the reward was to relax, was to not have the anxiety. Right. Right? And so, okay, if you could breathe, like you take in a few deep breaths, you count backwards from 10, then you end up being relaxed, right? Yeah. And over time, you build that confidence to no longer have to need the bad routine. Wow. So it was really cool. See, like, I don't even have a reason sometimes. Like, I'll just wake up. I mean, that's literally the routine, like wake and bake. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but that's your habit that right, you've right, right. built. Okay. When I wake up, so your trigger and cue is I woke up and maybe what your reward is, is like, okay, I'm going to feel relaxed. I'm going to feel focused. I'm not going to have anxiety. Mm-hmm. So my routine is to smoke. But if you know, okay, Even having a cup of tea (laughs) or stretching. So replacing the routine of smoking, like hide, hide your, whatever you use to smoke, hide it or put it in a different room and replace where it normally is with a tea bag or, um, a band or whatever, you know? I love it. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel like our food is supposed to be here. Like, did I put the right address? Pausing for technical difficulties. I think it's... No, don't pause it. Did oh, you pause I it? I thought you said pause it. Oh, I was like <laughs> pausing. I guess maybe it's a minute away. But anyways, um, they've been in front of my house, though, for like a while. Like, are they eating our food? 
that's why Damien. Oh my gosh, I put the wrong address. Did I? Damien literally, like, he doesn't do, like, Grubhub or anything because he feels like the people will touch our food. No, I feel like it's, no, it's the right address. You said, really? You said 50 minutes and it's been 44. I know, but I don't know where this person is. All right. <laughs> maybe they have bad driving habits. Well, maybe we should pause and figure it out. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> so annoying. I can't believe that just happened. I know. I don't think it helped that we were hangry. That's true. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, our listeners are probably like, what the heck just happened? <laughs> so we had lunch being delivered. We had it being delivered, and I had my phone on silent because obviously I didn't want interruptions while we were recording. Right. And then I was watching the map, though, in the corner of my eye, and um, and I saw the delivery person like sitting in front of us for like, I don't know how many minutes. And I was like, okay, that's weird. It keeps saying that the time kept changing of the delivery time, but the car on the map was in front of my place. Yeah. And then I checked my phone and she texted us like a couple minutes before. And she was like, are you in unit four? And I was like, no, I'm in unit A. And then she didn't respond, and then that's when we, we paused, and I called her, and she was like, oh, I already dropped it off, and um, I dropped it off, and I can't do anything about it. And I was like, but where did you drop it off? And then she gave me a different address, and it was like a massage therapist location, which she kind of threw herself under the bus and put that as the drop-off address. Right. That is insane. That that happens. Like, I know. Your food is paid for and they drop it off at a different location and then there's nothing you can do about it. Like she didn't even care. And I was like, did you confirm with the person that you dropped it off to that they were Melody? And she's like, no, that's not my job. And I'm like, every time I've had food delivered, they always ask me my name. And it was weird that she was saying it wasn't her job. I... I I've never really, I mean, I've had food delivered, but we try to avoid these companies because of this. Yeah. I know, so, but I didn't even order it through DoorDash. I ordered it through Greenleaf, the store, like the restaurant. You know, it was funny to me. So we had to go pick, we had to, obviously, we well, called the woman. <laughs> we called the woman that got delivered and it was around the corner. And the woman was like, I don't even eat that crap. We're like, um, okay. So when we go back over, to like the lady's house to pick up our food because she swears she didn't touch it, right? She said it to me again. She's like, I don't even eat this type of food. And I, like I looked at her and I'm like, well, you should because it's really healthy. Like it's all organic. It's good food. And she looked at me. She's like, no, I. that's why I make all my food at home. And I just thought it was funny. Like I, I'm curious if she knows that's kind of like, is it offensive? Like, to be like, oh, I don't that type of person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I wonder if she realizes, like, the way it comes off makes it sound like my food's gross. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. She just kept saying, like, she's I don't like even condescending. Eat that. Yeah, like, I don't even eat that food. I don't even eat that food. Anymore. I think it was, it was kind of funny <laughs> because she is a massage therapist. And when I think of massage, I think of, like, relaxation, like zen, like being like kind and good energy, you know, and just like any massage therapist I've ever been around has always been like good, right. goodness, you know, and she was like kind of crabby. <laughs> she was, she was Maybe crabby, she was angry. High mate, like she was very like high pitched, high energy, high. Yeah. Yeah. She was kind of frantic because I think I don't even eat probably, this stuff. I don't even eat this stuff. I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on. She was like, I, feel, I wish we would have recorded it. But oh, my God. Maybe she heard me talking about the tweaker tendencies. Maybe. Ah! No. <laughs> she was picking her nails. Andrew was twirling her I'm hair. I'm picking my nails right now. <laughs> no, but I think she maybe was a little weirded out how we got her number. Because the driver didn't give me her number, and she gave me the address, but I Googled the address, and then her her name came up. That it was a business, and it was also in her confirmation drop-off. It said, like, da-da-da-da, massage therapy. 
So then when we called her, I was like, did you get food delivered? And she's like, yeah, but she's the driver lied because the driver was like, no, I didn't confirm your name. And then remember the, the, lady, the lady was like, definitely said, no, she asked me if I was Melody and I told her I'm not Melody. I don't know who Melody is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, that Wait, was I'm fun. getting a random phone call. Do you think it's them? Maybe it's the restaurant. <laughs> Put it on speaker. Hello. <laughs> May I ask who's calling? I'm sorry, who is this? Oh, yeah. Um, I was just looking on here. Uh, I saw you put a uh, review about you not receiving food. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, that was Greenleaf, and they were really nice, and they're going to refund everything and hook us up next time. But Nice. Yeah. I mean, I get people, you know, need their jobs and stuff, but it's, like, kind of frustrating that she wouldn't even go back, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I've had pizza del- try to be delivered to my place, and as much as I would have loved it, I felt bad, and I told them that it wasn't the right address. Yeah. Well, it sounded like the lady that, like, received our food, too, was like, that's not mine. This is not mine. This is not mine. And the lady's like, yes, yes, here, take it. Like, insisted that it wasn't her food. But I don't know. That's just wild. I wonder how often it happens. I don't know. But did you ever see the video? I don't know which delivery um, company it was. Um, Sorry, hold on. Let me just chat back with this person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, I don't know which company it was, but there was someone recording outside the window. They were sitting at a restaurant and a delivery person picked up a delivery, literally sat outside on the sidewalk, opened up his backpack, took out food from the delivery the food that was supposed to be delivered and literally packed himself a lunch from this delivery and, and then closed up. He had a stapler in his bag and he restapled the brown bag. Dude, that's so gross. How gross is that? That's why Damien doesn't do the DoorDash. I'm like, come on, babe, let's just like, like have a fat Friday. We'll just lay in bed. No, he's like, I'll go get it. Or he knows which restaurants like personally deliver. Yeah. Well, that's why I ordered it directly from them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's sad. And I mean, everyone's human. No one's perfect. This stuff happens. So it's nice that these companies are actually like stepping up and taking responsibility and, you know, yeah, helping us out. But it's just, I'm sure the hangriness didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, back to the habits. <laughs> um Habits of making your own food so that you prevent this from happening. This is true. Yeah. That's like a laundry list of habits that you have to change. But um, so anyways, that one client that smoked, he was able to make all of these shifts in his life, change those different habits and add even healthier ones to it. And it changed his life, you know? Really? Yeah, which was so inspiring um, to see. And so, um, I don't know, that was, that was great. But, okay, one of the things that go along with habits, right, the study of habits, is companies start to um, use people's habits. They, they um, monitor people's habits. They're buying habits. They're online search habits. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's other creepy, like, monitoring that they do. But um, but there's a, a story in here that was actually kind of funny, but also kind of sad. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with them. Um, they these marketing companies. One of them was Target. There's also um, McDonald's, CBS, Mazda, Microsoft. Oh, so um, like super, super, super small companies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Walmart, Victoria's Secret. Okay, they all were using these like analytics to to trend, to watch people's habits. So um, there's a story, and it's a man. Where is it? Um. Oh, my God. I totally had it marked. Maybe it's right here. Okay. Oh, here it is. So... This man comes into a Target in Minnesota, 
and he's very angry and he's holding a Target advertisement that he got in the mail. And he goes, my daughter got this in the mail. She's still in high school and you're sending her coupons for baby clothes and cribs. Are you trying to encourage her to get pregnant? And the manager didn't have any idea what the man was talking about. He looked at the mailer and sure enough, it was the address of the man's daughter and contained the advertisement for maternity clothing. The manager apologized, apologized profusely and then called a few days later to apologize again. The father was somewhat abashed. He said, I had a talk with my daughter and it turns out there has been some activities in my house I haven't been completely aware of. He took a deep breath and said, she's due in August. I owe you the apology. Wow. So it's so wild that she was doing her own like activities, looking for baby clothes or pregnancy stuff or whatever. And they were able to target her and advertise it in the mail. Oh man, that, that stuff is so gnarly. Like I swear I'll be like thinking of a tamale and then I'm like, oh, there, yeah. There's like a huge billboard. <laughs> I'm like, they're on to me. They're on to me. They know. <laughs> well, it definitely happens on your phone for sure. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. But, um, wow, that's trippy. So that was interesting. Okay. So to continue, those are like the cues that people use. Mm-hmm. And, um, they often, so habits often occur without your permission. So it's happening subconsciously as you're doing things. And again, like as your brain is, is noticing these automated actions that you're doing over and over again. Mm -hmm. And so it's like putting them in the back of your head to do these habits. But like I said, once you start to track them and you start to learn how they are formed and how you're feeling before, after, and during, and you, you deconstruct it into those three um, part the trigger the yeah the cue which is the trigger the routine which is the action and the reward is what you get as a result of the first like two things yeah um, so it's cool because people you know think that you can't change a habit and it's too hard like people that smoke all their lives or people that eat bad poorly or um, you know speed or flip out on someone or whatever it is. It's mm-hmm. like you can change it. And I I would highly recommend this book. I think it's amazing. It's an easy read. Okay. There's a lot of like life, uh, real life instances and stories that you can relate to and you could oh. get connected to. We should take a picture of the book too. Yeah. And um, just the last little thing that it says, it says... Transforming a habit isn't necessarily easy or quick. It isn't always simple, but it's possible, and now we understand how. So it's really cool. If you need help with it personally, you know, DM me, slide in the DMs. But um, I would really recommend reading this book. Okay. I loved it. Yeah, I want, I'm going to reread used, it. You've used that several times in your life since then. Yeah, I use it for myself. I've used it for clients. I've shared it with friends and it's really helped them. And it's cool because you can just become better and then you can build new habits. Or being aware of even like what your habits are. Like how I asked you quickly, what are your three bad habits? Like ask yourself that Mm -hmm. quickly, go, you know, like without anything, what are your worst bad habits and what are your three good habits? Yeah. I think easy. too, like what, how you brought up those 10, mm-hmm. um, I would never think it's a habit. Mm. I would think maybe it's... they go along with nervous habits too, which is, yeah. there's like categories of different types of habits, mm-hmm. health or health habits, right? Eating habits, exercise habits. Like, yeah. So that's yeah, wild. I know. I would have thought they were like ticks or like... <laughs> Tweaker tendencies. Maybe. Something like that, you know, or, but it's, it's interesting because it doesn't just like you're learning about the other factors that affect you that cause you to have these habits and you're like subconsciously blocking yourself from feeling these emotions so if you're anxious right your body is automatically your mind is automatically creating this habit that's gonna 
like um, suppress this feeling of anxiety by doing something subconsciously and you're getting that reward. Right. You know, so it's like you're able to even step back and be like, okay, what is subconsciously causing me this anxiety? And do I have to remove someone from my life? Do I need to remove like something that I'm doing? Even honestly, not necessarily someone, but the something like I cannot have coffee at night. Mm -hmm. I cannot have coffee after like two o'clock. Yeah. Like the whole tweaker tendencies. Like I notice I'll pick my fingers like watching TV at night or, Mm -hmm. and Damien's like, what is wrong? I don't know. I just have this like angst, like this weird anxiety, but then I connected it to like caffeine in the afternoon. Yeah. And so it's not a feeling. It's just like, I just turn into this weirdo Mm -hmm. picking my nails. You know, it's strange. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Maybe yeah. I'll try and do it. I don't know if I really want to quit, but I don't want to have a, a full, like, I don't know. Is it a full? It's not a habit. Or, what? Um, smoking weed. That's a habit. It's a bad habit. What is it? It's what, a habit. The, it's just a habit. Yeah. So I mean, there's a reason why you're doing it. So, yeah, but I just don't want to do it so often. Well, like, I don't want to fully stop. It. You know, like I, I want to have it. Oh, sorry. I just remembered okay. about it. No, I was just saying, like, I want to have it when I want to have it. But then I want to be able to not, like, have it every day. You yeah. know what I mean? Or think about it every day. Well, the guy that I was helping told me that he, so he hadn't smoked for, it might have been, like, a few months. Mm-hmm. I've done, like, done I, I do the 30-day to make sure. Like, yeah, I no. I do that randomly. He didn't do it. And then he was around his friend. Mm-hmm. I think it's been years, but I think he was around his friend that he used to smoke with. Mm-hmm. And his friend was like, yeah, here, do you want some? And he was like, no. And they're like giving him peer pressure. It's like you're grown like 40-year-old or almost 40 years old. And they're like peer pressuring. And so he's like, okay, fine. He's like, I gagged. He's like, when I tried to smoke, I physically got ill. Oh, my God. I did that with cigarettes. Yeah. Like, physically, like, I was just like, oh, wait, why did I do that? Because it was, I think, honestly, it was just, like, a weird habit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, when I drank, I smoked. So then I stopped smoking, and then it was, like, I don't know, probably a good six months later, I'm like, oh, I'm drunk, let's try a cigarette. And yeah. I was like, ugh, like, this is not, mm-mm. That's good, though. I was so happy. I was yeah. like, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank I will imagine God. you started that habit again. Oh, I, I hope I never have to start it oh. again. And I, I really understand and feel for people mm. that have habits like smoking or dipping or drinking that they, you know, like, because yeah. it's social too, or food, you know, people that are addicted to food. Mm-hmm. I you know. can't break like sugar habits. Like we all have something. For like, sure. This morning when, um, <laughs> so I went to go work out and the instructor didn't show up. And that's the worst. And if it's early, it you hyped yourself up. Oh my God, it was 6 a.m. <laughs> but so one of the, she sent a group text to everyone that it was, she basically was like, sorry, you know, my alarm, blah, blah, blah. But one of the girls in the group put, put a picture of Krispy Kremes and was like, that's okay. I have this box and I don't know who the girl was. <laughs> and it's a group text with all these numbers that I don't know. But I was like, ew. Why would you, like, just because you didn't get to go to the workout, why would you give yourself Krispy Kremes? I was like, go to Lazy Acres and get yourself, like, you deserve one of those expensive superfood smoothies. (laughs) You you deserve that. Like, love yourself. Like, you just treated yourself with shit because you didn't work out. I was going to say, I would think it'd be the opposite. Like, okay, I didn't work out, so I'm not, I didn't burn the calories Per, like prematurely yeah. to eat these bad sugars or calories or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I, did, I laughed too because I was like, okay. Because uh, like I said, I was like, ew, that's disgusting. But then I laughed too because I'm like, my first thing I did was judge her. But then I'm like, really, <laughs> who's to judge? Because I'm like, those Krispy Kremes are disgusting to me. But five espresso martinis in one night is a-okay in yeah, my yeah. life, you know? So it's like I, I do judge others and quickly turn it and judge myself of like, she wants her Krispy Kremes. Yeah. I want my espresso martinis. But I was just like, wow, that's that's disgusting. <laughs> like, love yourself a little more. And then I was like, okay, Kelly, give your own advice, bitch. Like, love yeah, yourself. Yeah, I'm going to, like, psychoanalyze this, but could it subconsciously be that you're like, 
oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could eat those or like be bad and not feel guilty or. No, because I don't oh. like crispy. I mean, like I just don't. It's not. Are you sure like you're not like a, jealous? She's not a glutard. Like if she sent a, <laughs> yeah. Like if she sent a tray of like cheese enchiladas, I might have a little jealousy because I'm like <laughs> I don't eat cheese and enchiladas are amazing. So I would probably that's something I cannot have. Oh yeah, definitely would be jealous. Yeah, but Krispy Kremes. I'm like, well, that's a celebratory moment for you. I can tell, and that's. Go Pure get sugar. five espresso martinis, girl. Yeah. Switch it up. Switch <laughs> it up. <laughs> okay, one thing I did forget to mention that I really wanted to in the cues part, I was talking about Target and stuff, was um, I was like, oh, well, maybe we should subconsciously drip in our Manscaped sponsorship <laughs> and remind everyone that you get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with our HBG code. Ooh. So 20% off with free shipping using HBG for Manscaped products. I love it. Manscaped.com. Manscaped.com. Yeah. So, you know, Christmas just passed. Um, guys out there, if you didn't get the gift that you wanted, go treat yourself. And girls, if you messed up on your gifts or you want to, you know, just step it up to use HBG code for 20% off. Yeah. And don't forget <laughs> that you shouldn't subscribe either while yeah. you're doing that. Don't follow us. Don't go stalk our Instagram and our YouTube. You <laughs> know, don't tell your friends about us because... <laughs> They don't care either. <laughs> yeah, don't even follow our personal accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, happy new year. Happy new year. Yeah, and don't change your bad habits to good ones. <laughs> <laughs>